Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time to groove with Grovey with an all-time great Razorback quarterback. Takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5, he'll score. Touchdown. Quinn Grovey showing the great athletic ability, did it his way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst Quinn Grovey. Grooving with Grovey is brought to you by Bell & Sward at 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man. Now, let's groove. Let's groove. All right, happy 21st of September. Quinn Grovey, how are you? Hey, hey. I, I don't know what happened. We couldn't hear you. You got me? Yes. You got me? Yes, I got you. All right. Okay, sorry. All, all hey, the open hey, play. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's, that's good. Hey, you got to play it again, man. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, I may play the entertainment uh, the hey. birthday open, too. We'll just be done with it, and I'll go home. It's a buffet. <laughs> Hey, I hey, I wanted to tell you though, uh I love the open and I love Bell and Schwartz helping us out and uh sponsoring this segment. I tell you, I got a chance to stop in there yesterday. Good. On my way to Little Rock. Yep. And man, from suits to boots, they ain't lying. They got it going on. And uh Eric Schwartz did a nice job of getting me tailored up. Uh, I was able to get uh, – I'm getting ready to get some suits. My suit game is about to go Steve Harvey-ish. Let's I'm about go. To get that. Yeah, is your mustache so, game going to go Steve Harvey? No, too? no, his mustache too big, man. His, you know that his mustache. I mean, you, I mean, you can smell that pepperoni pizza. You know, two hours afterwards. <laughs> you know, I don't know part of that. It's but, luxurious, uh, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, it, the thing I love about awesome. them is you get the high end stuff, but it's an affordable price. He's got all the cool sportswear too. I know you saw some Razorback gear in there. You like? Oh man, I loved it all, and uh, that's a spot that I'm going to be able to stop in and and help them really up my game i mean everything from not only just the suits man but the shoes all yeah. the shoes i saw in there i mean the socks i mean i'm a guy that i buy off a of texture and i love to be able to have like athletic wear mm-hmm. part, part of that's because i'm fat but oh, uh, but but you know i love to have a feel to my shirts and all that kind of stuff they got all of it yeah and so i was blown away when i walked in there and uh, the, the customer service is off the charts, and I don't think that you're going to find anybody that's going to take care of you the way Eric and uh, the, the team at Bell & Short will. Yeah, no doubt. They do a great job. And, and Martin Dingman, that's their big shoe line, and they do a great job with those guys. I know they've expanded their offerings in the new store. We're about to do a show up there pretty soon, too, and they've got great belts that match, too. They can get you squared away from, from top to bottom, like you said. So it's, it's a great spot, and I'm glad that they're doing this as well because we love having you on. And I got a chance, as I mentioned, to bump into you yesterday, and – I think we're kind of on the same page, Quinn. Disappointing last weekend, but I don't feel like, you know, all is lost, and there's a lot of people who want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, and I don't think that's necessary. There's some things to build on from last week, I think, as well. Yeah, I mean, there, there are certain things that you ought to feel good about. You ought to feel good that you, you popped out and got a 14 to nothing lead. Uh, and in and, and that game, it was a game of runs. I mean, it was really yeah. – ironic for or, or odd for a football game i mean you score 14 they score 21 you score 10 they score four, what you know whatever the runs look like but i think you got to like the fact that you started fast against a, a another power five opponent you jump out on a 14 nothing uh and i always say good teams find a way to respond and byu responded then arkansas responded and then you get to the third quarter and you're up 31-21 and you got a chance to really close them out 
You don't do it. And so when you have a 14-point lead and a 10-point lead in the, in the second half, then you, you, know, you, you feel good about being able to be in that position, but you let it go. And so, I mean, what Sam can talk to his team about is, hey, we had them. I mean, we did everything we needed to do. We let, we let them go. We let them off the hook. And we didn't play our best football. I mean, to be able to have a lead like that with the amount of penalties that this football team had on Saturday, uh, it, it just blew yeah. me away. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's a tough loss, man. But there were some good things. And, um, and but, yeah, I mean, the, the bad thing is you lost the football game. Yep, no doubt. Um, I'm going to make an analogy here. Our morning show has this thing they do, and they, they act like it's a bit. I'm not sure if it is or not, but they just play dumb on the air. And then they get the callers to come in and feed them answers on things. Uh, whether or not they're playing is to be debated. That isn't our offense. We don't roll like that. We try to do our research and actually know what we're talking about when we come on the air start at 10 a.m. And look, different strokes are different folks. And let's be honest, they've had a lot more success with their game plan than we have. A lot of people are asking this week, is this the wrong game plan with K.J. Jefferson at quarterback? And, and whether or not maybe the Dan Enos thing, which we were hopeful for, is maybe not the best fit. Are you seeing a little bit of incongruity there about what he wants to do and what KJ's skill set is or what he's best at? No, I look, I think Dan Enos is a, a really good offensive coordinator. I'll, I'll say that first and foremost. But I think also, and I had to experience this, when you have to learn a new offense and, you, and you've been playing in an offense for so long, it's, there is a ramp-up period. There really is. I mean, even though KJ's been around for a long time, being able to walk into that huddle and, 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 and throw out different terminology and then be able to get to the line of scrimmage and be asked to do a lot of different things. He's doing a lot more stuff pre-snap. You don't see as much turning to the sideline, waiting for Kendall to call a play. KJ's looking at a lot of stuff out there on his own. And so when you're processing all that information, I mean, it, it, takes, a, it takes time. I mean, just look, I mean, look at Will Rogers. This guy threw, threw, <laughs> threw for more yards than anybody when Mike Leach and now that he's learning a new offense, I mean, that, that Mississippi State offense is, is trash. I mean, or uh, to this point. Let me bump the brakes on him. At this point, it's absolutely <laughs> horrific. <laughs> so, so, so learning a new offense really can cause you some concern. So I, I don't, I don't, I, I think it's just a product of learning this new offense. And then also you're trying to bring along uh, a new group of wide receivers. So I, I think you'll see this offense continue to get better. For me, the best part, or the, I don't want to say the best part, but one of the, the bright spots is the fact that the defense, in my opinion, has been very opportunistic. They've turned interceptions and turnovers into touchdowns. They've been able to create some sh uh, short fields for an offense that may not be hitting on all cylinders. And um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that you can look at that, that should make you feel okay about what we're doing but, again, people are always going to go back to the fact that you lost that football game. Quinn, there were a lot of penalties in this game, but there were several bad calls, I thought. Uh, does one stick out to you, maybe the most uh, egregious flag on the night? Are you talking about play calls? Are you talking about calls by the officials? Penalties, <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of bad. You know, one, you know, there was several I talked about on the broadcast. And, you know, one was the um, – the, the the tight end, uh, golly, I just Sherman my mind. Has. holding has on no, the offensive pass. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one, that one just drove me nuts. And I mean, there was one about you know an illegal substitution. 
Um, I just didn't, didn't quite understand, but. Yeah, and the yeah, broadcast they're, they're, did such a ter- not you the TV broadcast did a terrible <laughs> job explaining what was going on. I think people still don't know what happened on that play. Yeah, yeah, and so I was I was like confused. I was like, you gotta be. I don't I don't know what's happening here, and uh, but yeah, there were there were a couple, and I know a lot of people are attributing that to having that Big Twelve crew here. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I I get all that. I understand all that. But, yeah, there were a lot of penalties, man, called. And the penalties that happened to Arkansas happened in inopportune times. They really pushed them back and and uh, made it difficult for them to close out a football team that was that was hungry and coming after them. So. I just think I just I'll, made up a joke that I can't say on the air. I can't wait to tell you guys in the break. Go ahead. <laughs> and once again, the TV broadcast was so bad, we never got to see the – Excessive celebration penalty after yeah. the fumble recovery. Yeah. What what happened? Why was that a flag? Know. What happened there? I I have no idea. I, I again, that's another one. I'm not sure of what happened. I mean, because you can celebrate with your teammates, and I didn't see them being like aggressive towards uh, any of the BYU players or celebrating in their face. So I don't I don't know what the deal was on that. And so there are certain penalties that I would look at Chuck, and he'd look at me and. And I was just like, I don't get it. And um, so we we didn't we did we we chose well I chose not to bash, you know the the officials in a way that I normally would. But um, why? Yeah, there was there were certain <laughs> things. Well, you know, they look you know a lot of times we, and that's what I love about the SEC. I mean, when you're in the best conference in America, you get a chance to go to they bring us to Birmingham each year, to all the play by play guys and all the the color analyst and what they like to do. They have a sit down with Steve Shaw, who uh, we go over new rules. We go over all those types of things. And then they put us in a situation where we go into the replay booth. And, and, and really what they're trying to do is just make us really understand how difficult it is to get it right. And so you don't bash folks. And so we, we, we take that into consideration. We understand that, but Hey, that was big 12 officials. So I probably should have just turned it loose. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, before we let you go, we're kind of on a tight window now, but uh, the LSU matchup, we were asking Barrett Salee this earlier. We've been talking about it all week. What will it take for Arkansas to win this game? How much do you think LSU has to help the cause? Oh, I think they have to help some. There's there's no doubt about it. But, again, I don't. I think Arkansas has always played LSU extremely tough. When I look at LSU, I think it's a great matchup for Arkansas. I think with what they try to do, Arkansas should be able to handle – Jaden Daniels in the run game. They did it last year. And now you've got a better defensive front. You've got some very athletic linebackers. And then you've got a group of uh, secondary folks that are really contesting a lot of balls. So, you know, I, I think they'll have to have a little help. But if KJ's ready to roll, and I think if KJ gets into the, the avenue of anywhere from, you know, 12 to 18 carries, that gives you a chance to uh, to be in the fight uh, and get to the fourth quarter. I love it. Well, Clem, we'll leave it there. I appreciate the time. Thanks for flexing with us. Uh, I'm glad uh, we could get you on today. I know you had a conflict, but thanks for making it work, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, See always. Ya. That is Quinn Groby. Thank you very much.